Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where this entitled dad hacks in to his daughter's bank account so he knows exactly where she is and what she's spending money on. My parents checked my bank account because I didn't answer in three hours. Okay, backstory. I moved across the country for school and I'm 19 years old. I grew up in a super religious, controlling and abusive home. Because of this, I felt that every time I made a big decision, I'd be ridiculed for not including my parents in the discussion. There's also a lot of mistrust and trauma from my parents too. So that only adds to me being slow to tell them about decisions I make on my own. I also have a job, so I've been earning my own money. Now onto the story. I've been in a long-term online relationship with my partner for two years. My parents were not aware of this relationship. And even if they were, I imagine they would have disowned me because my partner is non-binary. My parents were the transphobic religious type. Anyway, there was an opportunity to meet my partner in person over a break. I bought myself a ticket to go to where my partner lived, about six hours train ride away. Before this, my partner and I had been facetiming for months and we knew that we both weren't catfish. The plan was set and I traveled and met my partner in person and it was amazing. The entitlement comes in the day after I meet my partner. Side note, I didn't explicitly tell my parents I was going because they never asked. I also didn't want a wave of questions that I knew were going to be far too intrusive. My dad had texted me asking what I was doing at around 7 my time. I saw it but decided to ignore it because I was having a good time with my partner. At around 10, I get several texts from my dad telling me to call him now. I was concerned and annoyed, so I went into the bathroom and answered. Hello? Hi, where are you right now? I gave him the name of the college town. I feel like you're lying to me. My heart literally sank to the floor. What makes you say that? Because your bank statements say you're in another city where my partner lived. I was stunned. I knew my dad was very controlling, but I didn't think he'd look at my bank statements for my location. The rest of the conversation continued with my parents basically yelling and crying at me for not telling them about this decision. They also asked for a lot of intruding information about my partner. I'll admit, I lied about some things, but the phone call was littered with guilt tripping and blaming me for destroying our trust. When I hung up after getting beat down verbally, I went to my partner and cried. I ended up cutting my parents off because this was the last straw. Honestly, guys, stories like this, I just feel so sorry for OP. What more can I say other than you're in such a bad situation there? Look, well done for getting out when you could. Like, it's just horrible. The person you love or the person that you want to be with not being accepted by your family. How horrible is that? Hey, I tell you what you definitely should do. Change your passwords to your bank account immediately. You cannot have your dad being able to access that and therefore knowing where you are and what you're spending money on. That is so intrusive and so controlling. Get that changed, please. And now moving on to our second Entitled Parents post. Entitled mum grabs my arm to tell me, drawing on yourself is harmful and satanic. I was talking about tattoos with my husband when my subconscious unlocked this gem of a memory the other day. This happened midway through my high school years. 
I've always been an artsy girl with the social skills of a cat nice one minute but a total butthole the next That's when i'm able to be social at all if my anxiety would allow it One of my favorite forms of art is tattooing and I used to draw on my arm legs and feet with a sharpie at least once a week I've always been a nerdy goth girl So my designs would look gothic with a touch of gamer and anime themes at one point I learned about henna tattoos and fell in love with the style So I'd do a hybrid of henna and gothic which was the style I had on my hand and arm at the time of this story This happened at a corner store that was at the entrance of my apartment complex I would always get a quick snack and some juice from it after getting off the bus with some friends But this day I left my money at home So I ran home and headed there by myself. I walked past these ladies One was sitting in a chair and kids that were outside the store talking. I said hi, excuse me as I went around them to go into the store They even said something along the lines of oh how sweet young kids aren't polite like that these days as I went in I get my stuff and come out to the lady that was sitting and I went to smile and nod when she looks me over and noticeably frowns One thing I forgot to mention is that I live in an area that's been dubbed the holy city because of the amounts of churches in the area And being goth was always looked down on by religious people Long before I even came into this world So I thought that her frown was because of my all-black clothing and intended to walk by quickly before she said something When she freaking grabs my arm She then went on and said you shouldn't do this to your body Drawing satanic symbols and all this garbage is bad for your soul What was so satanic that this lady thought it was appropriate to grab a minor over a rose with vines that led to my fingers and wrist that switched to a henna design i tried to pull away saying it's not satanic i just do this for fun but she gripped my arm saying well you still shouldn't do that because the markers are toxic i had to stop my kids from drawing on their skin too before the ink got through their skin and into their bloods it's just as bad as real tattoos which is a sin i was getting anxious at this point because unwanted physical contact is a big no for me But surprisingly instead of my usual people pleasing remorseful self This lady brought out the female dog in me that day and I pulled away saying listen I use non-toxic markers and a freaking rose isn't satanic. You aren't my mum lady I stormed off as she screamed out you're gonna go to hell Which wasn't the first or last time i'd be told that so I brushed it off I tell you what guys how boring right answer me this must your life be for your only form of entertainment to come from picking on minors who have chosen to draw something on their skin like what a boring life you must live seriously do something more interesting do a crossword or something go and walk your dog don't just pick on random people for the sake of it why i mean look come on i respect this lady's religion i really do but but why is she saying that a tattoo is satanic the last time i checked it isn't just a bit of ink in your skin really you're gonna complain about that go away entitled co-worker too good for gift card so as christmas is approaching my work before i started working there used to buy everyone booze for christmas now because it's too complicated to get everyone's favorites they started handing out gift cards for 30 pounds for asda a major uk supermarket so people could buy what they wanted instead now we also get a yearly bonus as well usually between five to ten percent depending on how well we've done within certain aspects of our jobs so today they give us our gift cards everyone was happy with it apart from a temp who's been there since november the first he started ranting and raving about how it wasn't enough 
Why would I want this? Screw big corpse, etc. So he goes and makes his big statement and goes and pins his gift card to the notice board. Storming off, shouting that anyone can have it if they're dumb enough to support these monsters. So me and a guy that I work with took it and went to Asda and lunch and bought £30 worth of food for the food bank that our work donates food to every Christmas. Well, we've just been sat in the break room and this co-worker has just been in to get his gift card back and is now fuming that someone has stolen his gift card off the notice board. Not sure what he was expecting when he said that someone can take it. Yeah, I mean, bit of a weird thing to do in the first place. You're getting a free £30 voucher to buy whatever you want from a supermarket. Just use it. But then once you say, no, I don't want this. Anyone can use it. Screw big corporations. I don't care. You've got to at least stand by that. You can't come running back to it. Like, what was the point in the first place of making that big speech and pinning it to the board and saying, somebody please take it. I'm not using it. If you're going to want to come back and use it eventually. Embarrassing. That's what it is. I'll tell you what, though. The money was definitely spent on a better person than the temp. That's for sure. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now moving on to our final story of today's episode. Rank has its privileges. It was the week before Christmas and I was flying home to New Jersey from a business trip to California. When I got to the departure lounge, I ran into an old friend from high school. He was a first lieutenant in the army coming home on leave. He said we should ask the gate agent to switch our seats so we could sit together. I said I can do better than that. I was traveling so much for my job that I had tons of frequent flyer miles. I cashed some in and upgraded both of us to first class. We just settled into our seats when an Air Force major and his wife entered the plane and approached my friend. Lieutenants, are you traveling on orders? No, sir. I'm going home on leave. Is this guy traveling with you? Maybe he thought we were a couple. This was before don't ask, don't tell. Not really, sir. We're old friends and just happen to be on the same flight. Did you and your friend get upgrades to first class? Yes, sir. We did. Well, you're in our seats. My friend produced his boarding pass, which showed he was in his assigned seats. The major explained that regardless of the boarding pass, as a senior officer, he and his wife were entitled to the first class seats and we would have to move. That was when the flight attendant came over and asked what the problem was. The major said that he had asked the gate agent for an upgrade and was told that none were available. But now he sees that they upgraded a lieutenant and this civilian. As a superior officer, regardless of branch of service, he had priority and was claiming those seats. The flight attendant said, Gentlemen, please stay in your assigned seats. Major, please proceed to your seats in coach. You are blocking other passengers. The major started arguing about rank and military protocol. He claimed he had the right to order the lieutenants out of his seats. It's never been clear to me how this clown thought he could order me to do anything. The flight attendant asked him again to take his seats and he kept arguing. Finally, she said, if you're so concerned with rank, I will get the pilots. He's a colonel in the Air Force Reserve and I'm sure he'll be happy to order you to exit the plane and discuss this with the gate agents. The major stared at her for a moment, then realized she wasn't bluffing. 
Before moving to his seat, he demanded my friend's name and unit so that he could report him. Now, I don't know if he ever did, but my friend never heard another word about it. I tell you what, guys, I really hope that this isn't a thing. I mean, surely you don't have to listen to your superiors at all times, even when you're not actually working like this guy's on leave has paid i know op has paid but theoretically he has paid for an upgrade or whatever it's got nothing to do with the army or the military it's his own upgrade yet this bloke still thinks that he's in a position to take it off him because he's at a superior rank it can't work like that can it surely like i'll go as far to say that there's no way it can possibly work like that and for that reason alone this bloke deserves to be reported for trying to abuse his power like look if you guys know about this please do comment down below enlighten me i clearly don't know and i'm interested but surely it can't work like that. Come on, that's ridiculous. Fair play to the flight attendant for sticking to her guns. And it's cool that the pilot was a colonel or whatever. But say he wasn't and say it was just a normal pilot. Would this guy have continued to pester and say, no, I'm your superior. Give me the seats. Even though they paid for them or, you know, used the air miles on them. Insane. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of r slash entitled parents. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have and you want to see more from this subreddit straight away, check out this video on screen right here. Give that a click and you'll love it. Trust me. If you are new to the channel, hit this button as well and subscribe. Also, press the bell and you'll be notified every time I post a brand new video, which, by the way, throughout December is twice per day. Pretty cool. See you all later with another one. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.